0: Welcome to Marketing Matters with Art of Strategy. Hey, this is Marketing Matters with Art of Strategy Consulting. I'm Tina Winslow and standing in for Daniel Mears. He's our good and trusted moderator, but he's out sick today. So you get me. Uh, we are moving and grooving over here at Art of Strategy. We have a lot of activity, a lot of growth that's happening right now. Uh, which is really exciting. And along that line, we have a new member of the team, uh, Amanda Beasley. Yay. She is uh, a trusted advisor in all digital marketing areas. Uh, I've relied on her good sense and direction in many of our client uh, calls and now she's officially a part of the team. So we're very excited. Amanda, welcome.
1: Thank you. I'm so excited to finally be fully part of the team. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, we've uh, we've been utilizing Amanda for years um, on a couple client projects and we finally have stolen her away. So we're very excited about that. Uh, why don't you give us a little history of your background? I know that you have a large educational background in marketing. And um, I know personally, but why don't you tell us?
1: Sure. So I um, got my marketing degree a million years ago from <laughs> Texas A&M and then whoop, promptly did not do marketing for a long time. Did a lot of management, a lot of technical writing, different things like that, and decided that I really did want to do marketing. So I decided to get my MBA and went to SMU for that several years back. Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> and I've been doing marketing now for about 15 years. Strict marketing, love it, love the digital marketing side of things. Worked for large companies, some nonprofits, small companies. I've um I had my own business for a while, decided that really wasn't for me. And so I'm excited to be part of Art of strategy because, I like you said, I've been doing work with you guys for a while, but now I get to be part of the team 100%, and I love that.
0: Yes. As a director of marketing, we have a lot of projects that we want you to be involved in because we as a marketing company need to market ourselves. And Mm -hmm. we have found that we're a little bit of the cobbler's children. You know, the old story about how the cobbler's uh, children had no shoes, Oh, yeah. And so we have been a little uh not reticent, but we're we just haven't done it as much for ourselves because we've been working for our clients and so we're very excited to have you in to work on that. Um and with our growth, we have uh promoted Brooke Dieterlin, who we've introduced you to before and she's now the uh was it CR CRO CRO it's the chief revenue officer, and we're very excited about that. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that, Brooke?
2: Yeah, this it's so exciting with the growth that we're experiencing. I've been with your company since 2017, and it feels like we have an opportunity to really To really get out there and help businesses grow, which is exciting for us as a company. But um, with Amanda coming on as the director of marketing, now I can shift my uh, focus on revenue. Um, all, all, All sources of revenue, whether it's income streams through services and products that we offer Or just sales, um, letting people know that I'm in business development, we're here, we're here to help you and how we can do that and then generate revenue for AOS. So that's my goal through all things that we do is generate revenue. So as a chief revenue officer, working with Amanda is going to be key uh, because it's getting out who we are, who we want to do business with, and who would probably want to do business back with us. So getting that message out is going to be exciting to work with her.
0: Yeah, that is going to be awesome. So one of the things that we've done also is that we have uh, given Amanda a team of professionals to help with all things digital marketing. So uh, one of the things that Amanda is going to do is work with these remote team members to get us um, some activity in terms of work with our clients and with us. So Uh, Do you want to talk a little bit about the team?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I'm very excited about the team. Now, I've only been officially on board this week. so um, But I'm getting to know everyone and I'm learning that we have some really um, strong skill sets in marketing and blogging, in social media posting, social media engagement, all of that. So we have people that can do that for our clients, which I love because then that gives us more time to focus on building those client relationships and building our own marketing brand.
0: Absolutely. I think that's crucial. Uh, The other thing that we have done at our strategy is we have co-sponsored a networking group that we are really proud of. It's the North Texas networking group. We are meeting the second Tuesday of every month at 12 cuts from 530 to eight. Uh, we'd love if you see this and you want to come down and meet us, we'd love to talk to you about marketing, what your needs are. And if you have any, uh, pressing issues or ideas that you want to explore, we'd love to talk to you about it. Brooke, do you want to talk about the networking group?
2: I do. I do. Um, it's, it's got rich history, our event does. It used to be the Addison Business Networker's Mixer um, held at a uh, pub in the Addison area. Um, one of our clients, um, 12 Cuts Brazilian Steakhouse, at, was uh, rated one of the top 40 Dallas res- restaurant steakhouses. Yeah. And um, we're thrilled about it, and we're bringing a lot of clients to her. Um, for hosting networking groups. And so we're hosting ours there. Um, it's an opportunity for us to interact with current clients and then, uh, folks that are interested in learning more about AOS. Um, we have other co-sponsors, um, Mr. Frisco, Victor Tajanov, He's the originator for this event. Um, 12 years, right? Yeah, it's almost 13, so... Wow, so a yeah, long time. It is, so it's been around for a while, but it's just a uh, refreshed event, it's it's updated, it's got its own website, go check it out, it's NorthTexasNetworking.com, um, and on that website, you'll be able to find a sponsors page, How to Become a Sponsor um you can message us uh and of course see the next event details in rsvp so please do so we'd love to see you
1: and if i'm not mistaken you had a large showing at your first event
2: yes we had over 125 rsvps uh for the very first uh inaugural north texas networking group event um so it was amazing we had over 100 in attendance um it was it was just a really nice event we're happy and excited to have it every month once once a month second tuesday um and uh, yeah it's just a great opportunity to come out and meet other professionals uh, that are looking for quality connections
0: Yeah, and one of the things that I really love about that group and have loved even before we co-sponsored it was that they're really authentic people there. Um, I feel like a lot of times you find your people at networking events and sometimes you don't find your people and sometimes you do. And I really thought that Victor's event before we co-sponsored it had that quality Mm -hmm. And I especially thought it when everybody came, I I, I didn't meet anybody at that event that I was like, "Hmm, no, they were all great people. So I hope that more people come and they can learn about it. So um, one of the things that we wanted to talk about at the networking event, and we're going to try to start doing some sponsored lunch and learns, is some trends that are happening right now in marketing. So one of the trends that we've talked about before, and I am beating a drum on it, is uh, Google Analytics 4. It is a new, um, completely not one-to-one transition from the old Google Analytics. It's a new methodology. It's a new thinking. And it does have some more power. I I was very reticent at first. I was like, I don't like this one-to-one situation. But then it changed, and uh, as I've gotten to know the products and everything, there's a lot of power that you can use with Google Analytics for, so I definitely think that's something that clients should look at. Do y'all know of any other trends that y'all can think of? I just put you on the spot, so that's really <laughs> well done, Tina. but
1: <laughs> well, I think everyone's looking at AI right now, right? Mm-hmm. things like chat g p t Jasper, AI, all of that to help them with their writing and we can use that in marketing to help write marketing content. And then we, you know, take it from there and tweak it to tailor it to our clients and things like that. So I think that, you know, we're only seeing the beginning of what AI can do and don't be frightened. I think a lot of people probably are a little little bit bit afraid of it, but it's actually going to be such a powerful tool for everyone to use. And it's just going to take everyone's marketing and writing work to the next level.
0: Yeah. And I think the voice of it is really important. Um, A lot of the AI work that we've gotten seems, because it is, generic-y. You know, Mm -hmm. it's hard. You have to go in and customize it. You can't just like write this for me and do it exactly as I would do it. it. It's a good basis, but it's not the final product. It's and I not think personalized.
2: That, yeah. Yeah. It's
0: not personalized. It's not, you know, uh, aimed in the right direction, but it's definitely a time saver. And I think that's a great, uh, a great uh, tool that has arisen. Um, trying to think what else things that we've got going on that would be interesting to our users in terms of marketing trends. Um, I think Google has done some pretty interesting updates lately. Um, that are combating some of the AI. Um, They can definitely detect if your site is written by an AI and they do not give you as many points for that. So um, they're working on their own reaction to Mm -hmm. chat, GPT Mm -hmm. and Jasper and all those. They're trying to kind of come up with how they stop people from just generically putting out they want it to resonate with people and i think that that's another thing that we uh need to pay attention to for sure
2: i think that you know it's information like that it's tidbits on tips and trends marketing tips and trends that are helping number one our current clients but how we can forecast how it can help other businesses grow and nuggets like those is watching, um, those trends, uh, like an eagle. I know you are, and I know our team is, and they're very, um, well-versed in what the trends are doing and how it's impacting our customers. And so I think if you have questions out there about how to utilize AI, or if you have, um, you know, what's, uh, you know, any other platform that we see is happening, like local service ads, geofencing, things that we're doing for different clients that can actually help you, and we can customize it. So I think is is excellent. But getting tidbits like that, I think is 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 just priceless.
0: Well, and I think that you brought up LSAs, and I I feel like that's a great trend, especially for certain industries. I know that it has been impactful in the legal industry. It's less impactful in the real estate industry, but uh, local service ads um, just as a background are Google has offered a new ad product that basically allows you to jump ahead on the map, the local, the local map. And also, um, show up higher. So if you do it right, you could organically show up high, you could pay, you know, a pay-per-click ad to be up high, and then you can do uh, LSAs. And so you're dominating that first page. Mm. And and that's, that has impact. And I feel like that would be something that our clients would want to know about or future clients would want to know about. So it's definitely a tip or trick that we would look at to pay attention to.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, this is important information. I'm excited that Amanda's here uh, now with AOS because she can really kind of boost all of your team members, including me, um, with her efforts. Uh, Sales especially, business development, as what is our message going to be and doing everything that we do for our clients for ourselves. She's going to be able to bring it all together and it's like a... moment We're it's, like, it's happening
0: well and one of the things on the growth at aos that's been so important is that that i i as the owner have some skill sets that not everybody else has and right. now amanda has come in and has those skill sets so it's like we have times two mm-hmm. and that is going to be so valuable to our clients and to us yeah as we've grown uh i want to definitely pay attention to clients needs and um, if I'm running with my hair on fire, I can't always do that. So it's very nice to have Amanda here, and uh, we're we're very excited about. You can that.
2: almost feel the air back in the room. We we can breathe now that Amanda's here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but no pressure, right? Yeah, no pressure <laughs> at all. all. the
2: pressure is on. No, no, yeah, no. And, you know, you were talking about working, like,
1: helping the sales efforts the yes. marketing. And that's something, you know, a lot of companies really keep marketing and sales apart. Mm-mm. And it's so important for marketing and sales to work together because you want to be speaking the same language. Yes. You know, having the same message, unifying everything. I think that's so important. So yes. I'm super excited to be working with you on, on that.
2: Absolutely. I feel like I have a, a dedicated team member a partner that we mm-hmm. can achieve such great goals uh, together mm-hmm. and just having that unified message yeah. um and the targeted personas you know developed mm-hmm. and just all the things that we've we've really needed as a company and to redo that and get it refreshed with yeah. you at the helm is mm-hmm. so exciting
1: and that's something that you know a lot of people have been talking about personas for years of course but you know, using them correctly is always a challenge. People, you know, will set up personas at the beginning and then they kind of, you know, veer off of the path, shall we say. But if we are sticking to our personas and really targeting them, using SEO and using all the things that we know that those personas are looking for, then, you know, we're going to be more successful that way. And we can we do that for ourselves. We do it for our customers.
2: Yes, I'm excited.
0: Yeah, and one of the things that we were talking about was that how sales and marketing is kind of a one-two punch. Mm -hmm. That if you don't have, it it doesn't mean to be lockstep, it just needs to be aligned. And I think that if you have a company and your sales and marketing are not talking to each other, then that would be the first thing that I would... (laughs) I would address. Yes. I would start there and, yes. and then work backwards. But I definitely think that that will help. So I had a story that came up in a book I was reading about personas. And I thought I'd tell you. It was uh, apparently at, um, God, what's the name of the company? The makeup company.
1: Okay. Mary Kay? Nope. Estee Lauder? Nope. L'Oreal
0: no anyway I it's a it's a makeup company (laughs) and a guy was in there trying to sell to the makeup company and he was like hey we have this new lipstick we have this new blush we have this new thing and they kept saying no I don't think that Abigail would like that and I just made up that name it was another name but um and he was like who is Abigail why is she not in this Hall, if she's a decision maker. And they were like, no, that's our target persona. If you do not appeal to Abigail, you do not get in the door. And it was Sally's Beauty Supply. That's the. Oh, yes.
2: okay. sorry, sorry. I, All went to- right. I went
0: in a different direction. But no, it was Sally's Beauty Supply. And they said if they did not if the target persona did not go for it, they would not buy the product. They would not even investigate it. And so...
2: That's how deep it goes. That's how
0: deep it goes. Yeah. And I think yeah. that that should be the integrated level you have with your personas, you know?
2: Absolutely.
0: It's your target 100%. best client. Why would you not know who mm-hmm. that is?
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So... Yeah, because so many people, they say, okay, we're going to focus on this persona, but then they just start throwing stuff up on the wall, seeing what sticks. Sticks. And if you know your persona, you know it's going to stick. So you don't have to throw a bunch of random things. You can go directly for that.
0: Well, and you can also do sales cycles. So basically, I think a lot of companies start with the purchase of the sales cycle, you know, like when they're at the end. Mm -hmm. And there's a ton of research and Work that has gone into the fact that many purchases, many decisions are multi-touch. And so you have to be able to talk to your persona in different parts of that sales cycle. So at the beginning, they may be about education. At the end, they may be about pricing. Where do you match that? And I think that that's something that a lot of companies do not pay attention to. And it's something that we do. So.
2: Absolutely. I think so well,
0: yeah. um, I appreciate all of you coming to the podcast I am definitely no Daniel but um,
2: you did a great job hosting well
0: I, I don't know about that but we're going to go with it and uh, welcome uh, to Marketing Matters and we will see you soon thank you